Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. In address next month, also ahead. Police, closer to understanding circumstances of a homeowner shooting a 13-year-old. Dick Uliano. Dead official Newport News ignore teacher warnings about a six-year-old boy who shot one of their educators. New allegations in a lawsuit against Fairfax County Public Schools over the treatment of students with disabilities. I'm Melissa Howell. Three o'clock. This is CBS News All Hour, sponsored by Lear Mutual Insurance. I'm Matt Piper in New York. More documents found at the home of President Biden. That announcement from the Justice Department as the FBI says it found six more classified documents. The total number of known classified documents found so far is now as many as 30. The BBC's Stuart McIntosh. The personal lawyer of Joe Biden has revealed that six more classified documents have been found in the president's home in Delaware. Search by Dust Department officials took place on Friday without the presence of the president or first lady. The documents were Mr. Biden's period as a senator and tenure as vice president. The White House says it's continuing to cooperate with the investigation by a special counsel appointed earlier this month. It marks 50 years since the landmark Roe v. Wade Supreme Court abortion ruling, which stood for almost 49 and a half years. We're seeing abortion severely restricted or completely inaccessible in 18 states. Planned Parenthood Senior Director of News Content Kate Smith explains what's unfolded since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in June. We know that abortion bans impact people who are low income and generally historically marginalized groups. I think black, indigenous, Hispanic communities the most. And the reason being is that um, abortion care is quite expensive. For anti-abortion rights activists, Roe v. Wade never making it to 50 is a cause for celebration today. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. A store employee is being hailed as a hero for helping stop a gunman at an Indiana Walmart. CBS's Michael George. Heather Moore is an absolute hero. Officials say the loss of life could have been worse if not for the actions of that employee and law enforcement. Investigators say Walmart worker 25-year-old Ronald Mosley entered a staff break room with a 9mm handgun and shot an employee in the face. Officers arrived within minutes of the first 911 call. Military officials claim they've made further gains in the Donetsk region of Ukraine. CBS's Christian Bidas. On Saturday, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky said the world needs to stop Russia's efforts to block Ukrainian food exports. This will be at least 200 million people in different countries on three continents, Africa, Asia and Europe, who now have decreased access to food. Zelensky also met Saturday with several families of those helicopter crashed earlier this week outside Kiev. Next month, February 24th, marks one year since Russia invaded Ukraine. Hundreds of thousands have been killed. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 303, Sunday morning, January 22nd, 2023. 34 degrees, cold start, upper 20s and 30s by daybreak. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local stories we're following. This hour, two people are dead at a home catches Iron Temple Saturday night. Prince George's County firefighters responded to the home just after 10. Also report there were people trapped inside the home at Center Drive near Old Branch Avenue. Crews knocked the fire down but found inside the bodies of two adults. Three firefighters also take the hospital for evaluation to other residents. And the home need a place to stay. So far, no word on how or where the fire started.
A shooting investigation is underway. It didn't look good for the person who was wounded. D.C. police responded to 1st Street Southwest near South Capitol Street Southeast, just north of the district line. There they found a man who had been shot. He was not conscious or breathing. Homicide investigators had been called to the scene. Three of four. Montgomery County school officials are speaking out after three swastikas were drawn on three desks in three different schools. Both Superintendent Dr. Monifa McKnight and the district's board say they condemn the acts and any anti-Semitism in any form. They say all involved were disciplined in accordance with the district's code of conduct. The Newport News teacher shot by a single student earlier this month is said to have asked administrators for help with the child. But the Washington Post reports officials downplay the warning, including a threat to light a teacher on fire and watch her die. It raises new questions about how Rich Neck Elementary handled the troubled student before police say he shot Abby Zwerner as she taught her first grade class earlier this month. The boy's family issued a statement on Thursday saying he was under a care plan and that included the, his mother or father attending school with him and accompanying him to class every day. That reportedly stopped the week of the shooting. It's 3.05. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says progress is being made in the investigation into the death of 13-year-old Karan Blake. He was shot to death two weeks ago by a D.C. homeowner who said he saw the boy breaking into cars. Police Chief Conti says investigators are making progress, getting closer to understanding exactly what happened at 4 o'clock in the morning, January 7th, when a resident in the Brookland neighborhood shot and killed Karan Blake. I want to thank community members uh, who come forward with Bill. Uh, that is very helpful in this case. The shooter has not been named, but identified as a D.C. employee placed on administrative leave. Chief Conti has again asked for community patience in the process. It is a process, but it's progressing. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It's Rio's a scathing lawsuit accuses the Fairfax County Public School System of denying the educational rights of disabled students. The target, the state school system. Northern Virginia parents who filed the lawsuit last year are now accusing the Virginia Department of Education of being aware and complicit in the denial of federal rights for students with disabilities. The amended complaint in the lawsuit says school districts and the Virginia Department of Education withheld information from parents and pressured hearing officers in cases to rule against parents. It went on to say the department hires and trains hearing officers and reviews each of their cases, giving the department, quote, absolute control over hearing officers. The families are now seeking an injunction, which would require the Department of Education to provide federally mandated oversight in Fairfax County and within other local education agencies. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, after traffic and weather waits for metro trains could be shrinking soon. It's 3.07. Like something we can't do anything about? But you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Hi there, it's Scott from Pentatonics. So from the beginning of our journey in music... The foundation has been music education. It's so incredibly important that we continue to show kids the importance of music in our schools, in our homes, and even in the car. Music is such a powerful expression of emotion and individuality, and we are responsible for keeping the love for music alive. This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. It's 308. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. 
Traffic and weather on the 8th. Carlos Ramirez is in the WTOP Traffic Center. Indeed. Thank you so much, Ian. We'll go ahead and take a look. Southbound 395. It looks like initially it was reported to be an accident scene. Now they are confirming that it is an act- a vehicle fire. Well, often it becomes a vehicle fire after the accident scene, of course. Uh, right now, southbound 395, right by Edsel Road. It looks to be just out of ramp there to Edsel Road. Uh, you got the left-hand side of the roadway blocked. It does seem to me, based off of this cam, you've got at least two lanes available to you over on the right-hand side of the roadway. Uh, you will see the vehicle trucks as well as the uh, first responders, the fire trucks and all that over on the left-hand side. So just stay towards the center and over towards the right side, and you should just find 66 looks awesome. Haven't had a single thing to complain about on 66 tonight. If you believe otherwise, let me know. No, 1-866-304-WTOP is the traffic tip line. Uh, I-95 looks good from Fredericksburg to Springfield also. Beltway traffic looks good. And in Maryland, not too much to talk about on I-95 or the BW Parkway between the Beltways. And 270, of course, looks good all the way up towards Frederick. Southbound side is up to speed and 50, quiet out towards Annapolis. And across the Bay Bridge, they are running two-way traffic on the eastbound span. Not too much of a delay there. It's not really going to slow you down. Just keep in mind, you don't have that buffer in between like when they use the westbound span. When the westbound span has three lanes, so you've got that one in between. But again, right now, tonight, they're using the eastbound span, so it's just a single lane in either direction. Once again, don't forget to download that WTOP app. It's very helpful if you've got any traffic tips out there or if you simply missed a recent report. You can go in there, hit the traffic tab. And go ahead and listen to the most recent report, as well as checking out your headlines. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore with the Sunday forecast. Well, our Sunday is shaping up to be a pretty clammy one with temperatures in the upper 30, low 40s, gray skies, and rain likely showers heavier Sunday night and Monday morning. If you are going to be driving out west into areas like the Blue Ridge uh, and to higher elevations, western Maryland, parts of West Virginia, there's a bit of wintry precip on the horizon there, so be careful Sunday night into Monday morning. For the rest of us, it's looking like rain. High temperatures on Monday will be in the upper force with drying conditions. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. It is 28 in Rockville, 29 District Heights, 30 in Ashburn. I like the symmetry. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 3:11. Two Waldorf residents are dead after an early Saturday morning crash. Maryland State Police say 25-year-old Taji Gabriel Berg ran a red light at the intersection of US 301 Crane Highway and St. Patrick's Drive. Happened around 1 yesterday morning. Troopers say she crashed into a car driven by 42-year-old Bikaye Diakite of Waldorf. 